welcome back. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you're loving this little book that we've started our devotionals from. It has just been such a blessing to me. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, if you happen to stumble across, um, we have started our new devotion on farm. The book is Farm Raised Devotionals by Ida Mae Couch. She was raised on a rural farm in Arkansas, and so she shares her true life experiences, and she takes it and, and turns it and brings it back to the Lord, and I just love that. She has scripture in here. She uses the NIV unless otherwise stated, but instead of doing the NIV, I have my King James. I'm a King James girl, and I love it. And so that's what I choose to read from. So you can read from whichever one you choose. But I'm going to be reading from the King James Version. So let's just get started. Today the title is Expected Unexpected. So I'm kind of curious to see how God is going to minister and talk to us. Okay. I love getting mail. I always have. There is something about going to the mailbox, opening the door, and seeing what's inside. What will I find today? When I was a young girl, there was a couple of companies that would entice customers to buy their products by sending fabric samples in the mail along with their brochures. These samples were polyester knit and only about one and a half by two inches, and they would be different colors and textures. My sister would use them to make the tiniest doll clothes, and I do mean tiny. We had these little bitty dolls that had big heads and small bodies. My sister would make teensy weensy pants and tops for them to wear. They were so cute. We learned to watch for these particular envelopes in the mail. Another thing we looked forward to finding in the ma magic mailbox was the annual Christmas catalogs. Oh, the joy. It was almost like Christmas morning just getting the catalogs. How I loved looking through the pages pondering what I wanted for Christmas. Mom would instruct us to mark what we liked so Santa would know what to bring us, and I took this very seriously. Both of these stories tell an expected tale of expected unexpected. The fabric samples didn't come often, but they did come. We just didn't know when to expect them, so it was a thrill when they did show up. It's the same thing with the Christmas catalogs. We, we knew they would come, but we didn't know for certain when they would show up. We just knew they would. Anticipation. We wait and watch knowing something will happen eventually. The time and day are unknown, but we know without a doubt it will happen. You know where I'm going with this. So Matthew 24, 37 and 39, 37 through 39, I'm sorry. But as the day days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark, entered into the ark and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. 
And then she goes on to Matthew 25 and 13. Watch therefore, for ye neither the know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. We know Christ is coming. It's expected, unexpected. It should be thrilling to think of, but I wonder how many are filled with the dread or fear at that thought. It's certainly something one should ponder. It will happen eventually. Ooh, yes. And my thoughts go to, yes, I'm excited. And, you know, I, I'm, you know, there's anticipation on my part. I'm so excited. But I also have a healthy fear because I know that I cannot allow myself to relax and, you know, sin and not not ask for forgiveness because that one speck of sin is going to keep us out of heaven um you know so that's why it is so important that we repent daily for me it's almost like every few minutes because <laughs> i'm human and i told you i'm the most imperfect human around but i personally feel like so many don't even give this a thought or consideration. They just don't even think about it or else they would not live the way that they live, that they would change from their wicked ways. And this is not me judging, but you know, we, we know when, what sin is, you know, that they would turn from their wicked ways and they would repent and be expecting the unexpected because we know I grew up knowing and hearing, you know, the Lord's coming back. The Lord's coming back. And I think I was talking to my mom and my daughter several, it's been, it's been a while back, but the way I was raised, it was preached constantly. We're living in the last days. We're living in the last days. You better get ready. The Lord's fixing to come back. We're living in the last days. And when you hear that consistently and consistently all the time, you do find yourself getting immune to it. And I would find myself immune to it, you know. But and you can you can also equate that to just age and, you know, immaturity and not really in a true loving relationship with the Lord, you know, there are so many different factors, but I can honestly say every day I look for the Lord to return because Bible is being fulfilled right before our eyes. Things are happening today in our world that if you would have told me that that, that, that would be going on. I would just say, there's no way. There's just no way. But here, here we are, you know, and we are, it's just like the scripture said, you know, that, but the days before the flood, people were just living up and not giving it a second thought, even though, you know, they had been told and warned that the flood was coming. How many times have you 
found yourself talking to somebody, trying to witness to them and them just be like, I mean, this happened to me. And I just, I don't understand how people can feel that way, but it's very real. I mean, Bible is being fulfilled before our eyes. And uh, the only thing we can truly do is pray, pray, pray. Pray that their eyes are open. Pray that their hearts are open. That they're willing to, you know, hear, listen, learn, accept, and get right with the Lord. You know, repent, be baptized. You know, all of the things that the Bible tells us that we have to do. And just be on guard and just be... We are at a place now, It, I mean, we, we don't have any time to play. It's, it's time to be serious. And we must be on guard at all times. Because let me just tell you, the devil knows his time is winding down. And that's why he is out there just, he is on the rampage, y'all. Like I have never, ever experienced or seen before. He is just out there seeking whom he may devour because he knows his time is winding down. He knows. And we must be vigilant. We must be on guard. We must be, have our full armor on. We cannot get relaxed. We cannot get relaxed because God, Jesus is fixing to come back, y'all. God is going to return. And he is going, he's coming back for a people that has, that is ready. He's coming back for his bride. And I want to be in that number. I, When that roll is called up yonder, I want my name to be called. I want to be in that number. And, I mean, I just think it's, it's healthy to have somewhat of a healthy fear because it helps us to stay, like, you know, on guard. And, you know, before I go to sleep, Lord, please, if there's anything I've done that's not been pleasing to you that would hinder me from making it to heaven, if you was to make your home, if you was to come back tonight, please forgive me. Driving down my car, I'm driving down the road, I'm praying in my car, Lord, if there's anything in my life or in my heart that would hinder me from making it to heaven, please, Lord, you know, forgive me. Uh, Help me to do better. Help me to be what you want me to be. Because let me tell you something. It's not talked about as much as it was when I was growing up. But hell is a very real place. It is not somewhere where it's going to be a party. You're not going to be having a good time. And I get so... Just something in my spirit. Just mm, when you hear people say, Oh yeah, I'll save a seat for you in hell. Beside me. You can sit beside me. Y'all, hell is not going to be a fun place. And it is definitely not something to joke about. It is very real. And it is for eternity. And I remember being a child. I, I would sit on my couch sometimes and look out the window and try to grasp in my childlike mind just how long eternity is. And it is, I couldn't comprehend it then. I can somewhat have a better understanding now, but I still can't. I mean, eternity, y'all. Eternity. No end. No end. There's not going to be you having a bad day. You go to sleep. You wake up. You have a fresh start. No. There's no end. When it's done, it's done. And that's the thing about it. When it is done, it is done. And it is too late. 
And that is why we have got to pray like we have never prayed before because time is winding up, y'all. It really is. I know this is a heavy subject, but undoubtedly this is where God wants us. Yes, he's full of grace and mercy and blessings. And right now, he's our savior. He is not our judge. But there is coming a day when we're going to stand before him and be judged by him for everything that we've done that we have not asked for forgiveness and repented for. And that is a frightening thing. That is a frightening thing. And I just want to just... Uh, I just want to just stay prayed up, be on guard, be prepared, and just, I want to make it, y'all. I don't want to spend eternity in hell. I want to spend eternity with the Lord. I do. That is my greatest desire. And whatever it takes, Lord, I want to make heaven my home. Wow. This is deep. It's very, very deep. But it's so serious. It truly is so serious. And when I hear people laugh and mock and joke about it, it just does something to my soul. I just, ugh, if you only knew what you're saying, if you really just stop. And I've been guilty of it in the past, y'all. Thank God I've been forgiven for that and, and had a wake-up call and realized. But it is definitely not a joking matter. The devil is not your friend. He only wants to destroy you and make your life miserable and take you to hell with him because that's where he's going to be spending eternity as well. And he knows his time is winding down. Whoo! Mm. So much to pray about, y'all. So much to pray about. Whoo! Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm so thankful that he is such a good God that he will... Put these devotions out here. Put these things out here to stir us. And I am stirred, y'all. I am stirred so deep down. And I just thank him for that. I want to be saved. I want to make heaven my home. And none of us have made it yet. None of us has made it yet. We must stay on guard. Pray. Repent. Seek the will of God in our lives in all things. Whew. I love y'all. I pray that this has stirred you and blessed you. Um, we definitely need to stay stirred up. We don't need to get relaxed. It's not the time for that. It's not. Um, it's not the time to play. It's time to get serious because the expected unexpected is going to happen. We just don't know when. So we must be prepared at all times. I love y'all so much. Thank you for being here. I pray you have a blessed and wonderful day. And I will see you in the next one. Bye, y'all.